guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, Oxford Holy Club, welcome to episode... He's not even here and he's... The the bald eagle comes screaming in from, from out yonder. Uh, episode 59, we're going to call it episode 59, and I'm joined by none other than Cool Breeze. So that's my name now, like in real life too? Well, I don't know. We I guess we never really talked about it. Um, yeah. Do, we could do that now on air. Do, do you have a, let's have a planning session about it later, I guess. Oh, all right. We'll form a, we'll form a committee and, uh, I'm like. I'm like only comfortable with that being my name in secret <laughs> in the video game world for, for my two friends. Oh, um, hold on. I have to, I'm hoping I've made the cut because I know the name. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yes. So it's a name only, only mentioned in secret to, to your two friends. It's, it's, yeah, I don't introduce myself. People that way. Well, I don't oh, introduce I'm, myself as the. Hi, I'm Pastor Beardman. That was my joke. I was going to do Pastor Cool Breeze. Ah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Pastor Cool Breeze, how are you? I'm so well. How are you? Hey, man. Uh, it's been it's been a day. Um, now you already know this because we talked for just a few minutes before we start we started recording but my family we have moved to PEI this is the first recording of the Oxford Holy Club from not being in Oxford Nova Scotia oh man yeah it you know what's it's funny a real, a real test it is a real test you know what's funny though because people will people have been asking they're like hey will you still call it uh, the Oxford Holy Club when you move to Sherwood and 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 I was so I was working with some different alliterations like you know the sanctified Sherwood syndicate or, <laughs> um, I, I had no idea but but then I thought you know Sherwood which you know there's uh, Robin Hood and Nottingham Forest and and all that stuff like there's all kinds of stuff you could do with that but it's funny because when I was in Oxford the reason they call it Oxford is because um, oxes forded the river that were there and hence the name Oxford. But I, so in my office, looking out the window, I could kind of see where the river is. I couldn't see the water, but I, you know, general idea could see that. So now I'm sitting, I've got a new office that looks very similar to my old one. Um, and, and all out my window in front of me is just forest and trees, which just seems, it just seems appropriate. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. That fits well. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, still, still Oxford Holy Club. Even though we're we're uh, I'm recording, I'm recording in a different you know different city now, or I'm recording in a city. That's new. Uh, shoot. Okay, let's swing back. Let's swing back to your name. All right. So if it's not going to be Cool Breeze, what are we going to call you? Listen, I don't know. If this is. I think this would take a really long time. You want to spend the whole podcast episode? Well, no, but name. Um. Maybe what we need to do is get a picture of you and circulate it on our Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and, no. And, <laughs> I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? I have found these people, uh, when, when, when they reach out, have been super supportive. So uh, I'll, I'll bet you you'd be, you'd be surprised. You've got a beard, um, so I'm not really open to competition. 
Uh, yeah, we already had that discussion. I, I conceded. You're, you've got AirPods in right now. Can we call you that? Uh, po- we'll, we'll call you Pod. P-O-D. We'll call you P- <laughs> We're joined by P-O-D. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, can we... Can, uh, all right. Okay, this is... Uh, we should have a certain amount of vetoes. <laughs> I got... Uh, I got nothing. 15. I got 15 vetoes. Oh, okay. Listen, before we jump in, Andrew, um, I do want to mention, I meant to mention right at the offset, Lucas, uh, the bald eagle, isn't with us. He's traveling. I know that you know that. He did send in uh, through through the Anchor app a a little audio snippet that I'm trying to get exported off of my phone. But like I mentioned to you, my phone's acting up right now. So I'm going to, I'll add it in in post. But uh, let me see if I can just, I'll just put it on the mic right now so that you can hear it and then I'll, then I'll make it right. What a treat. Hello. Hello. Can anybody see me? <laughs> that was it. Wow. Uh, All right. Thank, thank, thank you, Bald Eagle, for coming in with, uh, with that. Uh, so... What I did want to do was mention he won't be with us and also mention right off the bat as well uh, our contact info. If you want to reach out to the Oxford Holy Club, we're on all the social medias and you can reach out to us at Oxford Holy Club. So if you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, reach us there. You can also email us, OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com and you can leave a seven or six second audio clip uh, like the bald eagle Lucas did or you can leave up to a minute and uh, we'll play it on the air properly, not putting a phone up to a microphone and then editing it later in post. Oh. I would also just say try harder, try harder than Lucas. Yeah. If could you, could you try harder than Lucas? We'd appreciate it. Uh, all right. Well, before we get into some of the normal wear and tear of the episode, Andrew, it's been a while since you and I've actually got to, to talk. Uh, how, how, you, how you been old boy? What's going on in your life? Oh, I am good. I'm, I am on week three of vacation. Week three oh. of vacation. Yeah. It's also the final week of vacation. Okay. I was about to ask how many weeks does the Baptist pastor get? <laughs> oh, well, well, I don't want to make you jealous with my weeks. I don't know how many you get, so we won't talk about weeks. We're going to do this? We're going to throw down right here, right now? Well, I mean, I got I got four. I, so I don't know. Dude, I, I got five. Oh, do you really? Yeah. And For serious? Yeah, yeah, for serious, and I'm wow. not. A, I need to. I need to check. Uh, and so, if if anyone out there is a pastor in the Nazarene Church, don't fact check me on this. I need to check because uh, there's a certain point where uh, I'll be eventually get six. I'm just not sure if I've if I've tipped into that now or not. But at the moment, five weeks of vacation, which is some kind of so nice. Like, it transfers over, like your your seniority basically transfers. Yes. That you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to start from scratch vacation-wise here. It's a, cumul- a cumulative um, time in ministry. That's pretty sweet. I'm going Nazarene. Hey, hey, man. Everybody is these days. Check the news. I haven't. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I just said that. In my, so why do you want to be a Nazarene pastor? Uh, the vacay. <laughs> the vacay is crazy. That would go over well, right? Uh, it's, it's great. It's great. No. Um, okay. So you're on week three vacation and the final week. What did, what are you doing to round off your vacation with the family? Newborn and all that. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So we're going to the aquarium in St. Andrews this week. Uh, I've never been there. 
So I am optimistic that it will be good. I've heard good things, but uh, we'll see. And we are also going to uh, go to Heartland, Heartland, New Brunswick. Oh, cool. Yep. What's what's that's, what brings you to Heartland? The uh, heart, well, the Heartland. Where, uh, that's where Tiffany's uh, grandmother and aunts and uncles and stuff are. So we usually make some trips up there. And okay, it, it's good. It's fun. So not immediate family, but <laughs> but the fringe. Grandmother, the grandmother is the big thing, right? Ah, okay. Grandmothers, so. Yeah, that you know what? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you were doing that. Also, while you are on, if I remember correctly, while you've been on vacation, you also, and I think, Lucas, you guys were actually able to get together in a room physically. What was it like to be, I'm sorry I couldn't be there, but what was it like yeah. to, have, to have been face-to-face? Oh, man, it was really hard to communicate. I'm not used to communicating <laughs> directly yeah you guys it was difficult but we powered through uh but no it was good it was fun it was it was uh fun to get together we were at uh the leadership or the global leadership summit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, a yearly event and so we uh uh, i enjoyed it i think lucas enjoyed it um but it was just the basically you sit there and these people way smarter than you teach you about leadership for two days straight. So you usually, usually I leave there feeling pretty like motivated, which it probably wasn't smart of me to do that at the beginning of my vacation. Right. <laughs> Cause I wasn't going right back into work to like accomplish all the goals that they set out to, to do. But, uh, I'm, uh, I took notes. I took notes. So, uh, you'll swing back to those once you get back to the yeah. office. eh? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was good. I enjoy it. Uh, when I get to go and, and, uh, it's always good to have that personal growth and, and challenge yourself. So I will, I would recommend it to anybody. Uh, do you have a highlight from it that you'd want to, was there a, a certain speaker or anything like that that stood out to oh, you, Andrew, or, or, or a takeaway? Not, I know you're on vacation, so you're probably not, you're intentionally not processing everything that you took in yet, but. Yeah. Um, let's just pause for a sec. And I will look at uh, my notes really quick. Yeah, I'm definitely not pausing. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I just need to look really real quick. Because I'm sure there's one that I like. But listen, man, the listeners get it. They understand. Uh, oh, yeah. So there was this guy. Let me, let me find him. I'll talk about two guys. There was this guy named Ji Zhang which probably is not how you say his name. Sure, but you did. Uh, and he talked about rejection therapy. And so essentially he talked about his struggles with, with rejection and how he was afraid to uh, do anything because he didn't want that rejection. Yep. So he actually did something called rejection therapy. He did a hundred days of rejection. And so he would walk up to strangers every day and ask them to, ridiculous things like he just act walk up to somebody and say can i have a hundred dollars and he wanted to be rejected and over that period of time just have that i don't know mass flood of being rejected over so many things and to make you more comfortable with it sure it's really it was interesting it was funny because he uh started to ask people ridiculous things and they would say yes 
to them. <laughs> so he's, he told a story of walking up to a guy's door with a soccer ball in his hand and knocking on the door and asking if he could play soccer in his backyard. And the guy was like, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> he's like, why did you say yes? He's like, well, this was ridiculous. So I figured I would. He, um, he flagged down a police officer. Oh, boy. And asked the police officer if he could drive his car. And the police officer said, yep, sure, why not? I let him drive around the parking lot. What? Yeah, like just ridiculous things. He went to a Krispy Kreme, and he actually showed this. He recorded it, and he asked the girl to make him uh, a, the Olympic rings out of donuts. And she, like, like thought so hard about it, and she, like, went on, found all the right colors. She went back and, like, made the donuts. Like, it was really bad. It wasn't good at all. But she, like, went and did it. She brought it to him, and she gave it to him for free. It's like, all right, uh, thank you for this. <laughs> anyway, this just it was interesting, uh, an interesting concept of like mm-hmm. exposing yourself to all this rejection to make yourself more comfortable with it, and realizing that nothing bad happens from all of these things that people said no. They just said no, and that was it. Kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, so that guy. It was just an interesting concept and also funny. Um, can I can I throw something at, with that? Yeah, I remember watching a video, and if any anybody knows Gordon Ramsay, not a sponsor, and you know, <laughs> uh, wash your ears out when you're done, kind of thing. But I, I, rem- I remember listening to him, and he was doing an interview, and he was talking about how chefs that he worked with as he was like as he was getting into the business and growing and all that would push him and would berate him and would yell at him and all that. And while he wasn't advocating the screaming and the yelling, he was he he was he made a point of saying that it was important that people push you and challenge you and, and all that. Um, and, and it kind of related to the whole, you know, the, the, you know, failing and getting called out for failure and, and mm, like yeah. to, to get a tougher hide to grow stronger so that you'll go farther. Yeah. Uh, and I, agree with that. I totally agree with that because, and, and I'm not, I don't want to make a blanket statement. Certainly not. Um, but you, unfortunately, I think we're seeing people that are that have anxiety issues around starting stuff because they don't want to fail. They've mm-hmm. never they've never ever failed. Uh, hold on, I'm not sure. How, I don't know where to take this right now because there's a part of me that wants to go the whole snowflake <laughs> generation where everybody gets a participation award and nobody fails, and then when they get into the real life and they fail, they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. In I know in ministry for me, one of the things that was freeing for me. Uh, was my last pastor, uh, Mark Collins, he gave me permission to fail. Uh, be, and in that try stuff, if you're not failing at some things and you're not really trying, you're not, you're not, mm. you know what I mean? And so we, yeah. we need to do that. Or what are we doing? We're not growing. My goodness. Yeah. The amount of times I fail at something is troublesome sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. It, um, I, I always call those like, you know, being stretched in those, those moments where, you know, something happens and it, it helps you grow or whatever. And, and we need those, we need to pursue those and, and go after those things, or you're just going to stay the same forever. Well, right. And, and what's the, like, what's the point that, that seems boring to me to live a life like that, where you're never trying something or, you know, um, no, no, thank you. I would, I would oh. rather, I would rather risk failing 
and, you know, at least feel like I'm moving in my life than, yeah. than to be comfortable quote unquote. And then, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I guess the simplest thing to say would be in both of our cases, we wouldn't be in the positions we're at unless we had taken some risks to get here. Yeah. Right. There was a lot of rejection that could have happened between when I, you know, began to pursue this and, and where I'm at now. Um, you know, there was, a, it, it could have gone completely in a different way. Like if someone had said, no, you're not meant to be in ministry, then my dream of being in ministry would have been you know, completely over. I had to take that risk and mm-hmm. had to have the validation. Right. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Huh. Well, that, that's really cool. That, um, when you were talking about it, about this, uh, rejection therapy, I'm like, Ugh, that does not sound fun at all <laughs> being told no, all that, but, but my goodness, um, it's important for us to, to be able to be told no and not all, and not just shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, I'm sure you're seeing this with your son as he's getting older now. And I certainly see this with the, with our kids is you, they need, I want to be able to say yes to them as much as I can, but there are times when they need a no needs to happen. Yeah. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying though? Like they they need to understand and, and be trained in that because they can't, you can't get it. And my, my daughter, she's just like, why are you being so mean? And I'm like, there's a day coming when you'll understand that this no is in love. And yeah. uh, anyway. Um, the hardest, so, that's the hardest thing. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. It's been a day. Um, <laughs> so a lot of love. A lot of love was shared today with my with my children. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um. Okay, so the summit went well. Yeah, that's fan- oh yeah, for sure. That's fantastic. Um, How did your uh, week at youth camp with uh, eighty teens go? Well, Andrew, I was just kind of hoping you would ask without me bringing it up. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'll just add a little marker there to do a little edit in post. There, little marker, make it seem like you asked me all on your own. No, it was it was great. This was actually my last youth camp that I'm directing, Lord willing. Um, I've done, well, I've done like, I've done like 10 of them. I'm, you know, we we're moving, we've moved and I don't know what Mandy's going to be doing next summer for work. And the really cool thing is that there's younger people that are coming up that have the gifts and abilities and, and the desire to take the leadership role in it and, and have been doing it with the kids camps for a little bit. And so I just, uh, you know, the Lord really kind of impressed on me that it's, Nothing was wrong. The kids are loving camp. Uh, the staff are loving camp. I'm I love it when I'm there uh, with the kids and and all that. But it's it's just time to to you know for the for the next generation to take that and run with it and give their vision and and build it. You know how how they feel the Lord leading. So to be honest, it was a different camp for me because I, I the couple that are going to be taking it over were there uh, were counseling. And I said from the beginning, I really, I want to position you well so that these kids learn to trust you, get to know you and you, them, and make it super clear that you guys are, you know, the the next ones directing and, and to put my support behind them, if that makes sense. Uh, So that, because the kids that I, like, I'm looking at these kids and, and I have known so many of them over the last seven years, six, seven years, um, 
the, how do I put this? They, they well, they, we have a, we have a trust with one another, right? Um, so I, I think it's important that that if someone's, you know, you got a succession thing that's happening, that the current person really get behind the incoming. Uh, I think that just, I think that helps. So that's, you know, that's kind of been what, that was what my week was like, was just trying to be um, uh, intentional with that as much as I could be and, and keep my head on straight because we, <laughs> mon, uh, Sunday, so Sunday, the 11th, was my last Sunday in Oxford, and that was super emotional. I don't know that I've ever had a church service um, be that draining and that taxing on me in every way. It like it was hard, um, yeah. and I'm an emo- you know me, I'm an emotional guy anyway. So like everybody knew that Brad was gonna bring the the waterworks at some point, and man, I tr- <laughs> I tried so stinking hard not to. I, I wanted to go out tough, but uh, <laughs> no, my sleeves were wet and. Uh, and so when it was, I was just, I was so tough. I was exhausted. They had a nice thing for us after the service and some gifts and some, you know, some people spoke and, and, uh, and said a few, you know, said a few nice things and, and that was nice. Uh, and then I went home and I was just like, I am so tired. Okay. Everybody in the car, we're going to camp staff meeting in a, in a few hours and, and then did camp. And the moment camp was over Friday, uh, Friday night at six, I got home probably eight, eight o'clock at night after doing, you know, making sure everything was packed up at camp. And, and then Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m., we started the move. People showed yeah. up, the truck showed up and we hit it. So I have been the last, and then, so once we've been here, it's been all unpacking and all that stuff and getting, you know, I wanted to set the office up because for tonight I wanted to be ready to record the kids' bedrooms, our bed, you know what it's like, you've, you've moved a few times, um, I I am just tired. Full full. So are you, are full, you on? Oh, oh no! Sorry. Well, full disclosure: we had company, uh, a friend of mine growing up. Uh, but Mandy can, uh, reached out to her, and and so she came over for a visit. And the kids were doing their own thing. We'd finished supper, and Mandy and and this friend, um, Grace, shout out to Grace, were uh, were sitting at the kitchen table, and I went back. Uh, down the hallway to the bedroom for a minute because I was just getting I was getting tired, and so I laid on the bed. I was like, I'm just gonna lay here just for a minute. Well, uh-huh. super fell asleep. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm I'm just I'm at the moment. For how I'm, long? I don't know, but I remember waking up and this and the things that they had talked about and the position of the sun had changed. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, wow, bed was really hard to make. I was- yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, finished fluffing the pillows like you asked, and uh, I, when I woke up, I, what I was afraid of was that they thought I went to the bathroom, and had <laughs> and had been in there that long. <laughs> that was my that was my deepest fear. I was not in the bathroom, <laughs> but I also was not asleep. Yeah, no, I came out and just was like, I I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Anyway, I, I cut you off. You did a, You were asking something at some point here. I was asking if you were on vacation. I feel like you said you were. Yeah, I'm on two weeks of vacation. I started. Um, the, I started the day we moved. So right now I'm on vacation, and and then I've got next week as well. Uh, so I think we're going. We're going to do a few things with the kids. Like it's been a lot of unpacking, and the cool thing on our street is that there's lots of kids across the street and, and literally next door and a couple houses down. So there have been a constant stream of kids that have been playing 
and Harmony and Jaden have been getting to know them. They're, they're all going to be in the same school on the same bus. Um, so, so that's been great for the kids. Uh, but even still, it's been like, it's been hard because you're unpacking boxes. Things aren't, you know, people don't know where things are anymore. So like there's this whole adjustment phase and it's difficult. It's difficult for Mandy and I. It's diff- certainly difficult on the kids. So we're hoping to take a couple of days um, for sure. And just like, we're going to go to Cavendish tomorrow and, and uh, just, you know. Do some PEI stuff. Go do some PEI stuff. We got a wedding on the weekend up west. So we're going to head up west and probably stay stay at my mom's um, for a couple nights. And I don't know that we've asked her, Mom, if you're listening to this, we've already come and gone. <laughs> um, I love you and, and thank you for everything. You don't need to ask. You don't need to ask to go to your mom's house. Well, I well, she would agree with you, but I I think it's important. I'm you know, i It's not just me anymore, right? I bring two kids and and a wife, so you got to make the space anyway. Uh, so that's what's been going on. That's there. That's kind of the catching up, Andrew. With uh, with so like you're doing nothing at all, really. Just... Yeah. Yep, not a thing. I'm tr- actually someone reached out to me today uh, when we first landed. Somebody invited us out in the evening to go watch. It was the first day we were here. Uh, <laughs> he'd helped us unpack. And shout out to everybody from Sherwood if you start listening that helped us unpack. We were about 15 minutes behind the moving truck. We had to stop a couple times along the way. And by the time we got, and and Lucas Beard, uh, the bald eagle, he showed up. He was in PEI, so. He was at our house unloading and, and so he sends me this picture and they've got like a third of the truck unloaded before we made it. That's funny. It was well, it was awesome. But one of these guys that was there, he's actually a pastor here, his name's Scott. Um, he he was we were just talking and and he said, uh, do you watch UFC? I don't. They don't know me yet. They don't realize how not sporty I am. Uh, but he, he invited me to come back to watch the fight at his house that evening. I'm like, well, unless I want to fight in this house. I should probably stay yeah. put. So good one, good line. Thanks, good man. Ah, oh, yeah. And then someone shot me a message today. Uh, just you know, the, like the, they're everyone's trying to be super nice, and they are anyway. But um, but just inviting you out to do different things, and it's, but but they were really they, I, what I appreciated about this text was that they were cognizant of the fact that I might just want to be doing nothing, and so <laughs> yeah. um, they were really chill about it. Uh, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's now that time in the show where we highlight a product. It's been a while since I've recorded one of these. I need to start over. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I forget how I say it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for our Not A Sponsor Break, the part of the show where we highlight a product that we feel does it better than anybody else, but they won't support us financially. Nobody does now, my wife was going to record this one because this one really applies to her, but she wasn't feeling well, so I'm going to take a stab at it. Let me say four words to you. Bold flavor. No salt. From the first taste of flavor on your favorite meals, Mrs. Dash brings your taste buds to life. Guys, you can spice things up without adding salt. 
They say with our salt-free seasoning blends, liquid marinades, and seasoning mixed varieties to choose from, your kitchen will never be boring again. Now, Mrs. Dash is something that made its way into my kitchen upon marriage. I didn't know about it. I was just that vanilla guy with the salt and the pepper. I had no idea what I was missing, and there are so many different varieties. There's original blend, which is obviously salt-free. There's jalapeno blends. There is spicy kinds, and I'm telling you what, guys, Mrs. Dash is a salt-free alternative for spicing up your favorite meals. Did you know that each blend, seasoning packet, or marinade contains a multitude of spices, allowing your palate to enjoy the flavor without the salt? Now, that's important today. Eating healthy meals doesn't mean skipping out on taste. Guys, smarter cooking is simple with Mrs. Dash. And let me tell you something, it works in my kitchen. And in my opinion and my wife's opinion, nobody does it better at keeping our life spicy and salt-free than Mrs. Dash. Not a sponsor. Well, welcome back, listeners. Uh, we've realized at about a half hour in that we haven't even touched our script. It's just been, you know, every now and then you get one of these episodes where it's just, you're just kind of catching up and, and talking about life. Uh, so in the vein of that, Andrew, a day before we move, the check engine light comes on in my van. Oh, dang. It's not good. It's not good. And, uh, and so... A couple of days before that, we were noticing when when the air conditioning was on specifically that we were hearing like a, a, a little rattle. It wasn't like, wasn't super pronounced, but it was there. And uh, by the way, I now live along the flight path of <laughs> airplanes. So that's kind of cool. Helicopter flew over our house yesterday. It was awesome. I love when helicopters fly over. It's like the highlight of my week. It, <laughs> okay. Shoot. <laughs> We need to find you some better things to do. Anyway, um, so so ju- so we were like, well, we, and Mandy took Mandy took it to a garage when we first heard it, and they listened. They're like, we don't know what it is, but everything is fine. Huh. Uh, so so then um, we're like, okay, well, thank you, and so we get the van back, and it's starting to get worse, and and then it's sorry, not the day before we moved. The, Yes, the day before we moved, the check engine light came on. No, the day we moved, the check engine light came on. I went and did a dump run with all our garbage before the moving truck arrived and the check engine light came on. So I parked the the van in the yard after coming back. The the noise was getting louder. It sounded like this kind of crunching. uh, (laughs) Yeah, not what you want to hear. Like... Um, I'm not a mechanic, but it was sounding kind of like a bearing was war or gone. And so it just didn't sound good. So, so you can imagine the scene, everybody showed up now and we're packing and it's start starting to get time to get rolling out. And we start talking with the van and as a bunch of guys do, we pop the hood and everyone's just kind of, I saw a picture of you uh, looking under the hood and I was like, what's Brad doing under the hood? Yeah. Well, <laughs> So you might notice that where my hands are, my hands are right at the, like the engine block and on top of it, you know, when you look at your engine, uh, it'll tell you, you know, what size engine you've got and, and, and like how many liters and all that 3.1 or 3. whatever it is. I forget what mine is, but I grab that. And so there's other guys around and some of the guys are actually like mechanically inclined, but I am not. So I'm <laughs> leaning into this thing and I grab a hole. I'm like, we're all listening for the sound. We're leaning in and, and uh, Mandy snapped a picture. Didn't get us all leaning, but there was a moment where we were all in that thing. But I, I grab what, um, what looks like plastic, 
on the top of my engine block and, and I, I lift it up and it comes right off of my hands. What they, what they all thought was that, Oh, Brad knows what he's doing. In my head, what was going on was, holy crap, this thing comes off. (laughs) But I played it super cool. And so, so then I pull it off and I'm looking now at the engine. I'm like, so I lean in again and, uh, and then I just, I lean back. I'm like, guys, I had no idea that came off. Is this going back on? And they're all like, man, we thought you knew what you were doing. We were impressed. I'm like, nope. When it came off of my hands, I was terrified. So. I'm telling you all this to say we brought the van um, obviously here and unloaded it and have been trying to drive it as little as possible, but it had to do a few things and uh, made a connection with the mechanic here. Oddly enough, the friend Grace that was at the house today, it's her older brother. And so, so the van is there right now and they called me today and it's something I've never, ever heard of called a flex plate. Um, oh, the old flex plate. The eh? old flex plate. I thought he was going to say flex pipe, flex plate. Uh, is this segment boring? Anyway, um, flex plate. And and it. I don't exactly know what it does, but here's the kicker. To replace the flex plate, which sometimes can go or gets cracked, uh, you have to take the transmission off. Oh! So I... Uh, when Ma- when he was telling me this, I was sitting in the chair at home and Mandy was across looking at me and, and I went, oh no. And her eyes just bug out because she has no idea. So that's going to be, you know, uh, around a grand to, to deal with. Oh, well, actually, you know what? That's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but as soon as you said transmission, I thought. It's going to be oh, real bad. Me, me too. I got to be honest. Well, they said 800, um, around 800, 815 plus, you know, plus tax. And that's the labor and the parts included. And when he said transmission, I thought we were going to be into a couple of grand because messing around. Mm. So, and, and we talked about it and you, you can't mess around with this kind of stuff because if you don't fix this, uh, it can actually wreck your transmission. So... Uh, and I got to be honest and shout out to Peter uh, something's darn it. I just moved here. I get a pass on this one. <laughs> what a great shout out. Oh, uh, Peter McNeil's automotive shout out to Peter McNeil's automotive because we just moved here. They don't know us from anybody the, they took the van first thing in the morning. They called us and I mean, we're going to have this done and back tomorrow. Good. Right. Like, I can appreciate that. What uh, what year is your van? 2014 Chrysler Town and Country. Oh. Right. Like, at first I go, my van's still new. Well, no, it's five years old. And it's got a, we've driven it a lot in those five years. Mm. So stuff comes up. This is just part of car ownership. How about you? Any car, car news? Any, any (laughs) anecdotes to share with the peeps? Uh, well, no. Well, I mean, we're we're in the hunt. We're in the hunt for a car, or actually for a van. Um, Ooh, talk to me. What's that like when you? I mean, I know what it's like because I did it. But when you finally, when you finally let your pride go and you take the plunge and get a van. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you my compromise. Uh, I need to have all of the cool electronic van things in the van or else I'm not getting a van. I, I just want to, I just want to stop you right now. 
You just said cool and van in the same sentence. It it doesn't matter that your ele- your windows are electric, Andrew. That doesn't make you cool. Talk I to, don't mean electric windows. Talk to me. What what electric things? It, like are you are you thinking underglow? Are you th- are you thinking no, like? No, no, no. I just mean like I need the I need the DVD players built in. I need the backup camera with the cool screen on the front. You know all the stuff. I need that stuff. Well, that's pretty. I would say that's generally standard for vans. It's not, I promise you. Well, hold hold on, because <laughs> we get screwed over on the whole DVD player and the whole and the Bluetooth. Like generally now, Bluetooth is included. Usually, I think like most vans or stuff comes with a Bluetooth. And you hook, hook your phone up. The our van. I'm sorry, I'm taking your story, but our our van was advertised as having a DVD player, and it was advertised as having Bluetooth for your phone. Uh, and the backup camera and all that. So we drove the van, loved it. Never ever did we think to pop those, you know, that center console <laughs> stuff to look for the screens. And yeah. and so, um, but there wasn't, we couldn't connect to the Bluetooth and all that. And so in the end, like we, we wanted to buy the van, but uh, before we bought it, we did check for the DVD players and they were absent. And so we said to them, hey, your the ad says it's got a DVD player and the screen and it is not there and it says that it comes with like the Bluetooth connections and that's not there, so here's where they here's how they got us, um, the Bluetooth they were right it was a mistake on the ad and it shouldn't have said it about the Bluetooth so they put it okay. in they put it in for us and hooked it up, um, okay, the DVD player technically speaking, the the front console where like you would you know, um, change your, change the volume and change the, uh, what, you know, like just that little screen in front between, between the driver and the passenger. Yeah. If you're parked, you can press a button and toss a DVD there. The thing slides down and will take a DVD and that screen will, will, you could watch a DVD on as long as you're parked. Uh, As long as you're parked. Because so many people park and watch DVDs in their van. I can tell you in the five years we've had it, one time it would have been convenient. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And they, so, so I get it. Okay. So, uh, are you looking at dealerships? Are you, you're looking around on the Kijiji, Kijiji? Uh, we have, we have Kijiji money. We don't have dealership money. Oh, that, actually, I think I'm pretty sure it's called dealership debt. Uh, <laughs> actually I did I did test drive one yesterday at a dealer but it was like uh, it was a trade in and it was like this vehicle is uh, as is like it is like we're not backing it in any way so I test drove it and it was nice and fancy inside but it just didn't feel good about it so okay alright um, Andrew we're really not going to hit, I don't think we're going to, we're almost at 40 minutes and, and we've just been catching up. Um, I think the next time we record, if you're, if you're available, man, next week and we'll get the bald eagle back and then we'll, we'll hit this episode. Summer, I found summer very hard, uh, trying to get recordings and all that kind of stuff done, especially to try to, oh, well, Andrew just left the meeting. So apparently he also finds these things hard. I'm just going to invite him back to the meeting and see what happens. What was I saying? Um, I've invited Andrew to the meeting. Andrew, are you still there? Hello, Andrew. 
Welcome, welcome back, Andrew. We're glad that you've chosen to join us. <laughs> that was really weird. My computer, it went to sleep. Oh, did we lose your recordings? Oh, those those uh, stopped working immediately. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, I was just saying that the summer I found difficult to try to get the weekly thing happening um, for all of us because it's you know vacations and family and, and just kind of summer stuff. But if we can, we'll try to get um, back to some normal stuff before too long. And uh, so let me just ask you this, if I can. We'll go out on a Yahoo. All right. If a two-year-old hands you a toy phone, do you answer it? Um, yes, absolutely. Okay. Why? What so, do you say? What do you do? Talk me through this. So um, I, I think I have two reasons. Number one, uh, you just got to find your inner child and enjoy things like that and have fun with that. Uh, and I have a two-year-old, and so this is a very uh, relatable question. Um, and also, I mean, from a parenting standpoint, and maybe this is just taking a fun question and making it too thoughtful, but uh, when you pretend with your child, it teaches them how to pretend. And it teaches them how to use their imagination. And so uh, I remember when we went to a meeting, and they asked, one of the main questions they asked us was, is your child using things and pretending that, that there are other things and different things like that. I think things a lot. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Those are my reasons. Then you're going to love this. Um, we, at one point I was trying to get my kids to eat bananas. And so I turned the banana. I was like, Hey, the phone's for you. And the kids are always pumped when it's the phone and I hand them a banana and then I took my banana and put it up to my ear and pretended to have a phone conversation with them until it became time to eat the banana. That was all part of the conversation. I'm just saying that I'm killing it as a parent. There. Nice job. Thanks, man. Yeah, you you as well. You as well. Well, uh, since we're since we're here and it's the end of the episode, we I put down for an app recommendation. Andrew, do you got anything as an app that you're using? And you can't choose Super Stick Man Golf 3 because that's mine. I was just going to say, can I take the one that Lucas has written down? Well, he chose the uh, first one. Super Stickman oh. Golf 1, <laughs> it would seem. Let me just look here real quick at my phone see what I use. I would like to choose my banking app. Okay. That daily. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I don't use anything very fun. I'd like to recommend the game Impossible Road. All right. Uh, it's a solid game. I always come, I've, I think I've had that game for five to ten years, Im- and I always come back to it. Impossible Road. Yep. Wow, okay. And it is impossible. Well, I- it's so simple. Um, it's like one of those things where I have like two two minutes to play a game. So I opened impossible road. I, I, I'm, I'm searching for it. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. I get it. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, thanks Andrew for, for hanging out with all of us tonight. And thank you listeners for taking the time to spend it with us. And don't forget if you would like to, you can, well, 
Andrew, you've got the notes in front of you. Why don't you read the blue? Oh, man. You can follow our podcast at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Oxford Holy Club or email OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. Hashtag OH Club. Five. Oh man, I messed up. <laughs> if you do use the social medias, use the hashtag Andrew just threw up. Uh, also, give us a five star rating on iTunes. And if you leave a five star rating, we'll read it on air. And not only that, but you can call into the show as Lucas did and leave a one minute voice message or six seconds if you're so inclined. And you can click the link in the description uh, to do that. Ask us anything or leave a comment. And unless you tell us otherwise, we would love to put it on the show. As you know, we don't pay to advertise. So any growth we have comes from you sharing us with others. But more importantly, until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.